I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our live feed update for July 11th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Maggie. How are you doing, Maggie? Hi, Taryn. Hi, everybody. I'm fine. This was maybe the worst day of feeds I've ever had the displeasure of uh, reporting on. But, you know, it's good news, Taryn. You're not going to have to do this for much longer because Paloma's got it. She's checkmated. She's got the whole season mapped out. She's guaranteed yeah. top three, going to make history. Like, we're, you're done. You can take a break this summer. It's really exciting. She's basically just written the script for all of my updates. Yeah. Like, that's what she's currently working on in the mm-hmm. house because she has so much extra energy. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to write out day by day exactly how it's all going to go. Everything's going to work out perfectly for me because I got it wrapped up. Everything's great. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what she was doing when she was reading the rule book, actually, is that she was trying to figure out, am I allowed to just speak directly to Taryn to tell him what to say on the updates? Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, you know, luckily, yeah, she is allowed. And luckily you signed that release form. So she's she's good to go. She's you are on her OK list to talk about. I mean, as if yeah. she like at least. We have this to talk about today. You know, like I'm like, OK, there's at least something fun to talk about. That's not, you know, these house guests just bashing all over Taylor. Like literally my notes are 90 percent Taylor bashing, 10 percent just whatever Paloma's is up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually I, I actually structured this day a little bit differently than I normally do uh, just because it it is littered with, with Taylor bashing. Uh, so I put it all in one chunk. Uh, so we'll just, Great. we'll just do no, all I'm, of the Taylor stuff. Yeah. I'm right really up top. I'm thrilled about that. Actually, that makes me feel so much better because as I was going through, I stayed up pretty late last night to watch, which usually when I do the updates, I go to bed at a decent hour and then wake up really early and watch sort of throughout the evening. But last night I was like, you know, I'm up like the strange new Stranger Things season is out. I'll watch that and then alternate and pause if something exciting comes on. And every time I paused well, before I finished the Stranger Things season at 1.30 in the morning, the only thing people were talking about was Taylor. And I was like, you know, TLC is real. Everybody knows it. 
we'll get to the section. I have some things I want to read. You know, we'll get there. But I was like, this is so boring. Like, are you bored yet, everybody? Anyway. It is. It was. Um, it, there's. There's definitely. You know, a decent amount to talk about. Of course. Um, but it was probably the slowest day strategically in the house. Um, it, it's. It's almost like you know everyone built up to a fervor on day four about Taylor, and uh, and now they're just all kind of like basking in their own glory of having. Uh, discovered that she's a terrible person in their eyes it's yeah it's giving um just like mob mentality i mean you and kirsten really talked like so much about it yesterday and i thought a really um great way i think that if you haven't been on twitter and you haven't checked out the tweets from xavier tiffany Hannah Chata, Kylan tweeted something this morning, and I actually wanted to read Aza's tweet, if that's okay with you, because yeah. I feel like Aza is the person who clearly understands what Taylor's going through on a level that most of us don't. Um, so I just wanted to read out loud what Aza tweeted, uh, because she's always so brilliant and well-spoken, and I just think it's important for people to hear. She said, I made a cognizant effort to dial back in the house for these exact reasons. Dark-skinned women always have this in the back of our heads. CBS teaches about racial microaggressions, but a section on colorism would be beneficial. Taylor's light will shine outside of this house. And I think that um, what Aza, the point that Aza is bringing up is the colorism aspect of what Taylor is experiencing, because a lot of people in Aza's replies to her tweet are like, um, but like Jasmine and Monty are saying all of this. And Aza's like, yes. And that's why colorism is important. So if you have the time, um, I definitely think you should take the time to educate yourself on what exactly Oz is talking about in terms of the colorism that Taylor is experiencing. There were definitely some um, comments made yesterday, specifically from Daniel, uh, just about like how the second Taylor walked in, I knew like I noticed and I knew that she was going to be bad news. Um, and I think Tiffany was the one who was like, yep, this tells you everything you need to know. Um, because I think that it's something that is, you know, over the course of last season, the cookout was such a monumental moment for Big Brother. And um, I think that colorism is something that hasn't really been discussed that much on the show thus far and in the analysis and discussion of the show. So I wanted to thank Aza for bringing that to light. I wanted to use this platform to encourage other people to listen to what she's saying and look into it. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and I, I, I've, I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, why, why is, why are we continuing to talk about this? Uh, first of all, they're talking about it uh, in the house. It is what is happening. Like if, if you, if you like, the show, if you like the strategy, if you like the social dynamics, this is a part of all of those things. And, uh, if you enjoy like thinking about why people are acting a certain way, like what's happening in the game, who's doing well, what kind of things people are doing, uh, and then you decide, well, this specific thing I'm going to completely turn a blind eye to and ignore, uh, then I think you should try to examine why you feel that way. Um, in addition, uh, I, I continue to see this notion of like, well, if everyone feels this way about Taylor, she must be doing something. Uh, or specifically pointing out, like, did you see the way she played pool with those guys, though? Or she wasn't talking to the women at all. She isolated herself. Um, first of all, no, she didn't. Um, but uh, I think in particular, I, something I want to uh, to address when it comes to year day five, which is, of course, the day that we're talking about updating you on everything that happened. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's not everyone. There are a lot of people in the house who are like, yeah, I don't, she didn't do anything to me. In fact, I think she's kind of cool, but like everybody else says it. So it must be true. There are people in the uh-huh. house who feel that same way. That's how it works. There uh-huh. are a few people who are perpetuating the idea, which then adds the confirmation bias for some other people. But then there are then others who are just like, well, if everyone is saying it, it must be true. And so they contribute 
to it as well. So if you are one of those people, you are one of those contributors. You are one of the people saying that it is her. Uh, so that's what I have to say about that. Uh, anyway, the day continues. Good morning, as, everybody. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Are we having if, fun yet? You know, if, if you if you didn't notice, the day continues where the previous day left off. Um, a lot more talk about Taylor and how bad she is and all of the things that she's done. Um, and in particular, this conversation gets uh, a little more meta uh, because Daniel starts to worry about the fact that. He's nominating Taylor, which is the second black person he's about to nominate, which means he's going to end the week with two black people on the block. Uh, he is saying these things outright. Um, in addition to that, uh, something else that we'll get into is that, um, Paloma in particular is talking a lot about how, uh, Terrence should be the next target. And that would be two black people in a row. Um, and. Uh, Amira is making like some jokes about it. Like, uh Oh, am I going to be next? And then she f actually ends up feeling bad because she's like, I didn't mean, I don't want Daniel to feel bad because he feels bad. Daniel starts to worry that he's going to look racist. Um, and he talks to Monty about it, who says, don't worry. You're fine. Uh, like I'm here. I'm telling you it's okay. Monty talks to Terrence about it afterward. He says uh, to Terrence, I will go down swinging, defending him because he's doing the right thing because Taylor is the one who is, you know, uh, giving us a bad name right now. Uh, sort of like, you know, essentially like this is this is the right thing to be doing. Um, and Daniel, I think, feels most supported and uh, reassured by Monty's support. Uh, as a black man. Yeah. Um, that's just, yes, true. Um, I like Daniel, all he has to say, like truly he's in charge. All he has to say is, Hey, I don't want to put two black people on the block week one. And everybody will be like, okay, because who's going to argue with him with that logic, except you know, you know, so like, and I think a lot of people, obviously everybody's aware that they're on TV because Daniel spent all last night crying about a move that he apparently doesn't want to do, has full power to not do, um, would definitely be able to pivot away from, hasn't even done yet. Like, it's just such weak sauce to me. Like you are whining about a situation that you are completely in control of. Um, and uh, you're like, it, I, there's no sympathy from me because it's week one. There's so many options. I think that he just, I, I don't, he's just, it's weak. It's very weak. I, yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, he's literally like, I don't want to look, I don't want to look racist. I like, uh, what, what am I going to do? Literally anything else. Um, Literally anything else. Li just anything else. It's so easy. Anything else. I, yeah. Yikes. So uh, <laughs> this continues through through the day. Um, he has conversations with a lot of different people. He ends up uh, in tears later in the day, just uh, talking about it. And this is when Amir's like, oh, that's my fault. I made a joke. I should have made that joke. Um, and everyone's, again, reassuring him. Monty's reassuring him. Nicole is reassuring him. I wouldn't be aligned with you if I thought you were racist. Um, and Paloma is reassuring him. Um, it's not racist. It's not racist. Uh, Paloma, uh, goes off on her own thing, uh, talking a lot about like, look, America is going to just need to get over the fact that we're targeting two black people because it's not racist. Um, and, uh, she says that, uh, in her goodbye message, she wants to say to, uh, Taylor or just in general, just like, Hey, it doesn't matter if you're white, black or an alien. Uh, you, you suck. You're talking behind my back. Uh, you gotta go. Um, but also she understands that saying you're colorblind is a bad thing and that, that that's not what she's saying. It's just, uh, God, it's really, really bad. But that was the stuff that I was like, this is like how it, it's just really, um, really difficult. And I mean, if you've made it 12 minutes into this update and you're still watching, um, but it's, this is very hard for you. Like take care of yourself, take a break. 
see you at the end of the week. See you next season. Um, this type of stuff is just really, really, really tough to listen to and hear. Um, and yeah, it's just really disappointing. And, you know, I think that it like goes to show that what you were talking about earlier when you were like, people are like, Oh, stop talking about it. Okay. But we always talk about how the old person is targeted first. We always talk about how the one queer person is usually put up on the block pretty early. Like Daniel this week has nominated the older guy, the one gay guy in the house. And now he's going to replace him with Taylor, who's a black woman, which is just object like if you're looking at all of the seasons of Big Brother, that is what happens. Like that is the pattern. So of course we're gonna talk about it because even if we took all of these people's names out of this and just had descriptions of them, based on all of the history of Big Brother, we could probably be like, this might be what happens, you know? And so I think that if people are like, how can we not talk about this? This is what Big Brother is about. It's about confirmation bias, it's about snap judgments, it's about how people can rise above that and gain power. But yes, I think that, sorry, I went on a tangent. Um, But just to finish with that, the nominations this week have been just classic week one big brother. And I think that that's really sad that it's classic, you know, Um, but it just is, it is the truth. Yeah. Uh, And yeah. Uh, (laughs) It makes you uncomfortable. Get over yourself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what show are you watching? Yeah. This is mm-hmm. like, uh, watch a different show because this yeah. is what's happening and it's the conversations they're having. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, in addition to this, uh, Daniel, uh, really wants to explain, uh, he wants people to explain in their goodbye messages, uh, that, uh, that it's, that it's not racist. <laughs> basically. Okay, and, yeah. It's just, well, also, this is incredibly cowardly. So Daniel is like, okay, well, I am trying to do the house's dirty work. I'm going to do something good for the house. But also, the house doesn't want me to say the reason that I'm putting her up because everybody, nobody wants, you know, all of this to be out there. The reason is that Taylor lied to Monty, lied, but also told the truth. There's literally video evidence. Taryn reported it yesterday. Uh, Paloma told Taylor that she wanted to go after the big guys. So Taylor passed that on to Monty and Monty went back to Paloma with it. And Paloma was like, she's lying. She's lying. She's lying. Nobody is, has spoken to Taylor about this. Nobody's given Taylor a chance to defend herself. She has no idea this is the reasoning. They want Daniel to commit to the fact that nobody is ever going to tell her that this is the reasoning until the goodbye messages. So Daniel is like begging people essentially in the goodbye messages to explain, you know, why. Again, like you are in the biggest position of power and you're begging people who do not have a vote, who you can't nominate, but can go home on eviction night to say something in their goodbye messages. Like what's not clicking here. You are in the position of power in house in the house, but he's talking to Nicole about it. And Nicole is like, okay, you're already doing this big favor for everybody. Why are you keeping the secret for them? And he's like, whoa. And she's like, just say it, just say it. Like they can't have their cake and eat it too. Which. If you are ever saying in Big Brother about people who you're not even working in an alliance with that they can't have their cake and eat it too when you are in power, super fan where? I don't understand. Doesn't he listen to this podcast? I I can't understand. At the very least, he listened to the Kevin interview. But yes, uh, it's it's. Um, it, it, I think one of the things I'm I've learned about the quote unquote super fans, uh, is that I, I, I don't think any of them are live feeders. Um, I, I, at least it's, it's difficult cause they're usually downplaying, um, their knowledge, but, um, I, I'm pretty sure none of them have actually like been live feeders at all. It's like even the, the most super fanny of super fans on this season are like show only. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I do think that has, helped contribute a little bit to the situation to, uh, to some degree. Um, so, uh, he wants people to explain their goodbye messages. Now, uh, there, there is uh, a little bit, um, of, of 
this is what I want to talk about in regard to uh, it's it's not necessarily everyone uh, in particular Alyssa um, who obviously as uh, Paloma's like close ally uh, is like um, you know definitely associated with what Paloma is doing uh, if like I sort of noticed as she's talked about this, basically ever since Taylor opened up on day three about, um, you know, how it takes her a little while to like open up to people and she's had trouble in the past and she's had past experiences um, with uh, situations where she doesn't bond with people. Uh, and Alyssa afterward said like, oh, I feel like we may have misjudged uh, Taylor um, and then Jasmine and Amira and them were like, no, 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 that doesn't justify the way that she's been treating us. Uh, and, and Alyssa kind of went quiet. Um, now she's starting to hear some of the things that are being said. She's not really been in on it, but she's starting to mm-hmm. hear it. Um, and she actually has conversations with a few different people about this. Uh, she says to Indy, like, I'm, I'm really feeling bad for Taylor. She says, like, uh, like basically after, uh, you know, after she talked about, uh, how it's she's slow to warm up sometimes she feels like that's that's just what's happening and she feels really bad um and and uh she doesn't think that she's being treated very fairly um and indy agrees uh but she does say like well the thing is like if what's being said about her is true that just confirms that initial impression though um and she's like oh yeah uh Alyssa also talks to nicole about it she says uh i just i think taylor's actually super sweet uh, i think people are really misjudging her um, and Nicole says, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been really close to her, but, uh, she's got to go because the whole house doesn't like her and she's a big threat. So, you know, whatever. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Alyssa also talks to Amira about it. She says, now that she has heard uh, for the first time that uh, people are missing, uh, that people are judging Taylor for the finale dress situation. Mm -hmm. She says, that's like, I don't understand why people are mad at that. I feel like they're misinterpreting it. Uh, I don't think that that's what Taylor uh, was trying to do at all. I like we were all encouraging her. She was just like trying on her dresses. Like we all have uh, like dresses that we uh, like plan out for the season. Like, I don't understand why people are upset about that. Um, and Amira agrees that that is, that's, that's, that particular thing is dumb. Um, but uh yeah, we definitely are seeing uh, Alyssa trying to be like, I don't think this is fair. I don't think this is right. I think I, I think Taylor's actually super sweet. Um, but uh, even though people are mostly agreeing with her in the conversation, it's not really making much of a dent. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's several other people who are are talking this way throughout the day. Michael, Brittany say the same sort of thing. But Alyssa definitely, I noticed that too yesterday. She feels bad, um, I think. And she's sort of like trying to walk back. The issue is not enough people are like sitting down and just openly talking about it. Because I think 
if Taylor had the chance, if Taylor knew what was going on and had the chance to defend herself, I do think that there could be a change of heart from a lot of people about her um, because it's based on a lie. Like a, a huge part of the reason that she's getting put up is based on a lie. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just really sad that even though a lot of people are feeling this way, nobody is willing to stick their neck out for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daniel and Nicole also talk about how like they actually were pretty chill with Taylor. Uh, Nicole talks about how Taylor's one of the people that she felt closest to, but if the whole house dislikes her, then why, what's the point of working with her? Uh, when she can, when Nicole can work with Amira instead. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully the whole house isn't like tricking them about her or anything, but, uh, but that's, that's just the situation they're in. Um, and then later in the night, Nicole and Terrence are like, uh, they, they were talking with Taylor and they were like going in from uh, the backyard. Uh, and they were like, Oh, should we bring people's shoes in? And she was like, Oh, they can find them. Um, and then, uh, you know, Taylor, Taylor walks in and Nicole's just like, ah, see, that's, that's her attitude that's going to get her kicked out of this house. And Terrence is like, that's what I'm talking about. I rewatched that clip three times because I was like, I can't be seeing the same thing. Like, I can't, what are they? She said like four words and in passing as she was walking inside. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's very, I hope that Taylor, um, when she, I hope that Taylor is able to, um, heal from this experience because I think that if I left the house and saw that people were saying things like this about me, it would be really, really difficult. Mm. Uh, and, uh, we also see that, uh, Joseph, when he talks to Daniel, uh, Daniel, this Daniel is telling Joseph, so in your goodbye messages, cause that's like the one place that, you know, cause I'm not going to be able to explain my reasoning like on the shows, but uh, you can explain the reasoning on the show for me on the, in the goodbye messages. Uh, so would you do that to, with, for me, Joseph? And, and Joseph is just like, no, <laughs> like. I don't, I don't like, I don't have that reasoning. Joseph's like, I, I don't have any problem with Taylor. Like I, she's actually been nice to me. Uh, like the, the only reason I'm like anti Taylor is because I trust Monty. Um, and, uh, and he, and, and he sits down and basically, basically explains to Daniel, he's like, look, and, and I don't think you're at fault either. Like basically if, if what, cause I'm just relying on what everyone else is saying about Taylor. Cause I haven't seen any of it. Um, and, uh, and if, and if, if Monty is lying about Taylor, that's on Monty. That's not our fault. That's Monty's fault. And I do trust Monty. Uh, so, um, and again, like this is how, this is how it happens. Like, uh, there are a couple of information sources. And then again, it, like it kind of slightly branches out with confirmation bias. And then everyone else is just like, well, I trust these people. They must be right. Um, and so, uh, that's sort of his, take on the situation it's like uh you know it's it, look everyone else is saying it so it, that's on them if it's wrong <laughs> yeah for sure that's on uh, them yeah you know like it's tough but moving on yes we also see michael uh try to speak up a little bit um about the treatment of taylor he says uh that he just wants to make sure that they're not uh, you know, doing that thing that people do in Big Brother where they like, uh, isolate somebody and, uh, unfairly, uh, attack them and stuff. Uh, but he's not really met with any sort of, uh, acceptance with that idea. Uh, and so instead he ends up, uh, making a, a joke, um, that he's like, uh, hey, I'm, I'm gonna call her Miss Congeniality in my goodbye message. Uh, and that lands really well. And, and, and Jasmine loves it and, uh, and stuff like that. He later in the night tells Brittany, like, uh, I didn't, I just, I did not, I made a joke. I did not mean it. It's a fake joke. I'm just trying to fit in because everybody else is anti Taylor. So I'm just trying to, trying to also look like that. Um, and so, uh, so Michael is, is, uh, doing this. Yeah. It's, it's giving very like middle school vibes when you get to sit at the popular table and they're all being mean. So then you're mean. And then they're like, yeah, good one. Like I was watching stranger things. And that's a huge part of the season four arc is that like one of the characters wants to be cool with the basketball players who are all mean. And I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> they're supposed to be 14 in the show. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, and I think that that just, 
goes to show like the how the mob mentality can be so toxic. And we've talked about this before on the seasons where the main, I often feel like the main strategic force of the season is able to really set the tone for the house and the way the house gets treat each other and the way that the game is being played. Like, I don't think that it's any coincidence at all that our last winner, uh, Kevin, during Big Brother Canada 10, like the house was so chaotic. You know, it, it was just so chaotic all the time because he is a chaotic player. And this house, the main strategic player at the moment is um, Paloma, who we're going to talk to or talk about, talk to. <laughs> well, maybe soon, um, but <laughs> talk about. And I think that uh, there's a direct line between the way Paloma speaks about other people and is treating other people and is talking even about herself and the way that the environment of the house is. Mm hmm. Uh, yes. And so, um, the final couple things here about Taylor, um, is I thought this was, uh, just ridiculous. Uh, Daniel, I believe this is when he was talking to Joseph, um, starts talking about, uh, he's like, you know, in, in addition to all of this, right? Like, the thing that really gets me is it was such a, a, a terrible move. Like, why would Taylor lie about Paloma? Everyone, know, first of all, everyone, everyone loves Paloma. But second, Paloma can't even be nominated. Why would she try to get, why would she try to like put this on Paloma when Paloma can't even go up on the block? It makes no sense. It's such a bad move. Why would anybody do that? Because she didn't lie. That's, it's easy. It's an easy answer. Yeah. I just, yeah. He's, well, and also, I wrote in very big letters at the top of my notes, like, now that Daniel has decided who his replacement nominee is and has planted his flag in that and, you know, is done with all of his HOH duties for the week, he's done with power, no power left, now is the best time for him to start to try to make some type of alliance. Once all his power is gone, once he's done being in charge, once he's done wielding power and being able to do things for people or settle something in, now is the time for him to really dig in and make an alliance. And he and um, Nicole were talking to Amira earlier in the evening. And he was like, well, we got to start talking to people. Otherwise, things will have already formed and we won't be in them. Um, and Amira was like, wow, really? You think so? As Amira, like literally is aligned with the entire house. Um, I just think that, uh, yeah, Daniel is his H first HOH week has been a choice. If you know what I'm saying, just yes. many choices were made. So amidst all of this, uh, Taylor is not feeling great. Uh, she's definitely noticing that, um, you know, people like, you know, she'll be talking to people and they'll just kind of leave. Like people just don't seem very interested in talking to her. Even when she's trying to talk to them, she's always finds herself alone. Um, and she's always having to like try and, and talk to people, but it's just not landing. Um, and, uh, she's a little bit worried that she might go up on the block. She expresses that worry to a few people, but nobody is letting her in on the fact that she is in trouble. And, uh, will go on the block. So she does not have any confirmation uh, that it's going to happen. She's just a little bit worried. Um, and that's basically uh, where things stand with Taylor. And Paloma, you know, Taylor said this to Paloma. So then Paloma ran around the house and told every single person who would listen, like, we can't leave her alone. She knows. Don't leave her alone anywhere. It's like, she's about to know tomorrow. <laughs> They're going to put her up. Like what? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's what's happening with Taylor. Um, and it's really like the majority of the day and the majority of the conversations. But there is some other things that are happening. There are some other things that are happening as well. Um, including, uh, what's going on with Paloma, but we'll save that for last. Uh, mm -hmm. so Nicole is going to pitch an alliance. Uh, as you just mentioned, Maggie, that, uh, Nicole and Daniel are really starting to try to branch out now. 
Um, in particular with Amira. And I remember, uh, Nicole said, uh, I would rather work with Amira than Taylor because, uh, nobody likes Taylor. Um, which, first of all, like, it's, <laughs> you don't need to work with people that are liked in the house. Have you ever it's heard of a, a shield? Has anyone ever yeah. heard of a shield? I, what? It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's like, uh, I mean, it's <laughs> like, it, it doesn't mean anything like it may be in real life. And if you don't want to be judged because you're hanging out with the loser like that, that might matter to you, but it you can be judged all you want in the big brother house. Like it's a game. It has gamified that whole situation. So now that loser has value. Uh, but okay. Um, so, uh, she would rather work with, uh, with me. She pitches an alliance with Amira. She mentions Paloma, Alyssa, um, and, uh, even Turner and Pooch, because remember Turner and Pooch are in an alliance with Daniel. Um, and so Amira pitches it to Alyssa, like, hey, basically, what if it's like us three and Daniel and Nicole? Uh, and uh, they're like, how are the three of us involved in every single alliance uh like this is ridiculous um and it's like it's look it's uh this one this one's on uh amira to a degree but uh, it's really it's paloma paloma is so all over the place and you know when we get to the to the end of the day and we talk about paloma i really want to hammer this point home that this is the value of being an active player that uh like what we often see is that like the most out there like you know wild theory kinds of players uh, are often the most active players and they still see a ton of success before their wild out their ideas come back to get them uh, which sh- should go to show you that if you are not as out there talking about you know mind powers uh, and active like that's a recipe for massive success um, so anyway they agree that the alliance would not be the priority, that the priority is Mamba, then Girls Girls minus Indy, because eh, about Indy at this point. Uh, and then it would be this thing with Daniel and uh, Nicole, potentially. So that's that's kind of uh, what they're thinking in regard to this alliance. Mamba, you know, the alliance that Amir didn't even remember Michael was in. That one? <laughs> well, that's to their top fair, priority? To be fair, Pooch was supposed to be in it first. But it's like, these are the strategists of the season? This person who doesn't even know what the main alliance is? Oh, good God. Yes. Buckle and up, the plan, Karen. The plan, the, <laughs> yes, the plan for Mamba is that, uh, is that they will go to the final six with Mamba or close to it. And then with Michael, they'll outnumber the guys and they'll take out the guys because that has historically worked really well. Uh, bringing uh, two huge physical threats to the final six and then being able to easily take them out. For sure. That sounds yeah. exactly like what's happened every single season for the last however many seasons. Yeah. Uh, now, away, um, sorry, not Oasis. Uh, Mamba is strengthening. Uh, the, the, these bonds are getting tighter in some ways and then in some ways we'll talk about it. Uh, but um, Mamba now knows about Oasis, and this is mostly because Monty is telling them about it. Um, he tells Paloma about it in a conversation that we'll get to very soon. Um, and so Oasis being the guys alliance, uh, that, uh, the, the guys are like all working together, um, and, and this loose group, uh, with Pooch and Turner. And, um, also, uh, they are probably gonna have to change the name Mamba. Uh, it's looking like uh, that's not going to be allowed after all. So we're going to have to. Uh, t- t- why did you take so long to say that, Big Brother? Because we've been calling it Mamba for a while, and now so this is going to. There's a whole new freaks and geeks situation. It's very unfortunate. Hmm. Yep. You know, we'll we'll just have to see what they come up with. Yeah. Maybe uh, once they figure out who's in the alliance, they'll have a, a solid a solid name. Yeah. Um. And uh, we also. Got, um, I do hate. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, That's a Freudian slip a little bit. I mean, whoa. 
Um, <laughs> we got Indy talking. <laughs> this uh, we got Indy talking with Joseph. Um, I thought this was a funny conversation because uh, Indy was talking with Joseph, and she uh, said, uh, "Look, the fact is, the reality is, you know, we're we're playing with the playing this game. I'm actually a guy's girl." Oh, <gasps> what? No, no. <laughs> All this time, the call was coming from inside the inside the girls' girls. Yeah. Well, I I mean I know that you've had. Well, I, the irony is not lost on me that these this alliance called the girls' girls was formed over the hatred of another girl in the house, um, which is for sure the way to prove that you are a girls' girl is to you know, just immediately ostracize and uh, insult one of the other girls in the house to the rest of the girls. Um, I think that, yeah, Indy, maybe she just sees what's up. And she's like, there's too much, too much girls girling over there. I got to get, I got to get me with the guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Joseph ends up giving her, uh, tons of ad- advice, um, which was a strange conversation, but, uh, anyway, I just thought it was funny. She said she was a guy's girl. Uh, so, um, it's time. Uh, welcome to Paloma's chess game. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is fun, guys. We're about to have some fun here. Get ready. So if you thought Paloma was just running around talking about how America needs to uh, not call people racist, um, you would be wrong because uh, Paloma has got X-ray vision. Nah, she's just kidding. Or sometimes a little bit. Um, She's going to have a conversation with Monty. Uh, she is already. Um, oh, Sorry, Jared. Somebody in the chat said Paloma's Gambit. Well, the, yes, it is Paloma's Gambit because she literally said that she was the character from uh, the, the Queen's Gambit, Gambit show, and she visualizes a chessboard on the ceiling every night to plant to map out her Big Brother moves. I mean, she is very quickly. Making it onto my uh, dream delusional cast. She's very, she's securing a spot. We're five days in and she's already made the alternate list. So I can't, we'll, we'll see how it plays out so far. Yes. Uh, she wants to implement uh, the, uh, the, the, the cookout strategy of having uh, everyone's got buddies. Um, and uh, they, she says to Monty that uh, we need to, we, what we need to do is, Divide the players um, from into rational players and emotional players. Uh, she says, Turner and Pooch, they're emotional. Nicole and Daniel, they're emotional. Uh, Mamba, we're rational. And you know how I knew? My intuition. <laughs> um, she says, uh, she's, and she's An just emotional going. Emotional feeling. An yes. emotional feeling is how she knew. Um, she, she goes on, she's, She's like really just and 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 Monty's just kind of like yeah yeah definitely <laughs> I agree uh yes um and she's like uh, and so and I believe in God do you believe in God he's like yes he's like because he guides my way not not to push that on you or anything but just, I'm just saying that like I I do believe that like God is is telling us what to do uh, and he's like yeah that's great I need to check on my slop. Um, I'm just worried that it's going to burn. I just, I just don't want my slop to burn. I'm on, I'm eating slop and it's cooking right now on the stove. I don't want it to burn. And she's like, that's great. What I'm saying though, is that Terrence needs to go next. Okay. Uh, and so what I'm saying, what I'm thinking is that the next move on the chessboard, right. Uh, is that, uh, see, we're going one, two, three, four, five, six, the six of us, uh, in my book of chess moves, um, is that, like and Monty, guys, the thing is, like glancing to Terrence, the door, like my slop. And Taryn's not even talking as fast as Paloma was talking. She was like on time, like point one point three speed or whatever. What Taryn was saying, like it's crazy that she. Sorry, I shouldn't use that term. It's like 
wild what she's able to to get out of her mouth in a very very short amount of time yeah and she also she keeps using this term uh she keeps saying uh that uh and T- terrence he's a good nugget he's a good nugget to use uh to get out next week he's a good nugget that we, you, you won't get blood on your hands um i don't know where that came from uh <laughs> are you a good nugget taryn would you consider yourself to be good nugget I mean, I've I've been known to appreciate a good nugget. I know Puya likes the nuggets, um, but uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, she says, like uh, "Yes, uh, <laughs> Rob in the chest says, tell Puya." <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so this is when Monty tells Paloma about uh, Oasis, and he's uh, telling like, "Well, yeah, we can't trust Pooch, uh, Turner, and Pooch. Um, you know, they're trying to get these guys together." Um, so she's like, Oh, thank you so much for telling me that. Oh man, I just know everything in this game. I, I can basically just like tell you everything that's going to happen. No, 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 let me, let me tell me, let me tell me. I've unlocked the key to this game. All right. Everyone, everyone, everyone tells me everything. I literally, I would like, I can tell people what they're going to say before they even say it. That's why I'm so, I'm so confident. I have like no anxiety anymore. Like, let me, I can tell you exactly what happens at the end. I'm, I'm, I'm already at checkmate. Right. Checkmate. Uh, and that's me winning the money. And then I invest in all of your businesses. Right. Because I love you guys so much. And like, I just I wouldn't want to take the money and just run, you know, like I wouldn't want to do that to us. Like we're, we've all worked so hard. Like I'm not going to just take that seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, like leave and not give you guys anything. Like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. So I always told Kyle this, like, I'm, you know, you, you and Alyssa, you know, you you guys love like fitness. And so, like, I just want you to, like, you know, have your fitness. And, and you know, I, like, I, I just feel like we're all just all so amazing. And I, I just, I, I literally found a way to hack the game. Okay. Since we're all just going to work together and then I'm going to take the money and I'm going to invest in you. Right. Like the, and, and like it's, it's cause you can't, you're not allowed to split the money. You're not allowed to split the money, but I'm not splitting the money. Right. I'm investing the money. It's like philanthropy. Uh, right. Um, and so, uh, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm just like, I'm going to, and I'll just, I'll just write some checks. Uh, and, and then boom, it's, uh, invest in the money. Um, and then, uh, and then it, that's, that's it. And it's, it's, it only took me five days to do this, right? Like boom, easy. And now, uh, I just feel like, um, that's, that's what we got. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have to say... The most disappointing part of this whole interaction is that she said it to Monty, who didn't immediately look up at the camera with his mouth agape and go, what the <laughs> Like, could you imagine if she had done that to, like, Davon? The diary room session that we would have gotten? Like, this is Paloma's messiah for the newbies, okay? Like, her checkmate, I'm going to invest in all of you and your businesses. This is giving messiah for the newbies. I'm, if Paloma keeps doing this, I can't wait to watch the rest of her two-week run in the house. Like, I am obsessed. Give it to us while you're still here, Paloma. Because this is just, like, the wildest energy to say that you already know. Wow, with that, with that knowledge, I already know I'm going to win. Checkmate. I know everything. I've got the whole thing figured out. And I'm going to use the money to invest in your business. Like, what? Matt Lagori tweeted this morning and was like, this is not a fake BB Updates. Like, this is real? Yeah. Uh, Amazing. 
Monty's response is, uh, yeah, so the, the slop, though. Can I just... She's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, just, yeah, go to the slop. Okay, okay. And after he leaves, she's like, okay, good. Solid work here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Nailed it. Got him. Uh, no, honestly, I'm so sad that we're not going to get a good Monty DR about this. Like, couldn't she have spoken to Michael about this or Brittany or somebody who we know is going to be in the DR, DR and be like, huh? Because what a moment. I, I don't know. Well, one, it's just completely against the rules to say that you're going to give money so, to the other contestants. Yes. Ahead, and Gary. so she actually went and was reading the rule book uh, thoroughly because I believe the timeline of this is that uh, after this conversation, uh, she's called into the diary room. I believe they tell her, stop that. Uh, <laughs> don't you're not. That's not allowed. Uh, you can't do that. And her response to them telling her that was to go straight to the uh, rule book and look. I'm not about to get sued. No, no, no. I'm looking through this rule book. I'm about, I'm, I'm going to figure out what it is. Um, and whatever she found in that rule book, which was something, something akin to, uh, well, they never said that a dog can't compete in a basketball game. Air Bud. Uh, wasn't in the rule book that you're not, that you can't invest in their business. So. She's going to continue and she goes and she talks to Monty and again, and Michael is there. Um, and I think Amira was there and she's like, I was telling Monty this earlier, but I have found a way to hack the game. Production's pissed at me, but I read the rule book and it's not in the rule book. I know how to do this. And, uh, and Michael is like, let me just stop you there. If you're about to say split the money, that is definitely not in the rule. She's like, nah, I'm not about to say split the money. I'm about to say something else because I've figured it out. Um, and he's like, I, whatever you are trying to say, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think you should stop talking. She's like, no, no, no. I read the rule book. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, Michael, just let me say it. He's like, look, they can change the rules at any time. You can't yes. just, just let me, just let me talk. Let me talk. I figured it out. Okay. I can invest in your businesses. Ha, I said it. Uh, <laughs> Rob in the chat is saying it would be really hard to police her investing into businesses. Sure. Uh, but they can certainly police her saying it in the house. Like you say that again, you get a nomination, you know, like you, they certainly can figure out how to make her not save in the house. She's like, I'll, that's what I'll do. And also I'll just invest in your businesses. Uh, and then Monty now with, with some other people, instead of just being solo, finally he says, just plumbing, you know, everything you're saying is being recorded, right? And then the feeds cut away from it. Oh my God. And I know, and this is the, this is the Paloma of it all. I know that then she spent the rest of the time, like when the feeds kept being like, Oh my God, did I just get in trouble? Oh my God. Big brother is probably like, Oh my God, she, she's, she, I'm going to get sued. Like I'm totally suing me. Oh my God. And so then everybody, like, this is the Paloma thing that she does where she says this stuff. That's like, what? And then She's a small girl. She's super, like, she's able to really, um, she's really good at doing this thing that I don't really have another word for it other than, like, shrinking herself. Like, being sort of self-deprecating and being like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm crazy. Like, this is so wild. This is, you know, whatever. And, and then everybody, it really endears people to her. That's why over the past five days, everyone's been like, I love Paloma. Because she's able to really make people feel comfortable by putting herself down in like a humorous way. You know, it's like, she's like, we're laughing together about something I did, you know? Um, and so I know, <laughs> I just can see her afterwards being like, oh my God. Did I just really say that? That's so crazy of me. That's totally Paloma of me to say that. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, yeah, like after she said she had x-ray vision, she said like, uh, like, oh my God, I'm literally so psychotic. Um, like, okay, right? That's her thing. That's what yeah. she likes to do. And I also think that that's why the mean girl stuff, she's getting away with it so much because that's a classic mean girl move is you say something really mean about someone and then you're like, oh yeah, but like, you know, I guess they're not that bad. Like, she's so sweet. Like, it's just that one thing that I noticed. And then you start piling on and piling on and piling on. And, and then each time you draw back a little bit more. And that's how she's able to get away with it 
in the house so far. And that's why everybody's like, Paloma's just a kid. Like, why would Taylor lie about her like that? But in fact, she's been perpetuating all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, So Monty does have a conversation with Amira about like, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) talk to Paloma lately. (laughs) (laughs) She okay? (laughs) No. She's uh, definitely not okay. Basically, like the first real conversation that is like questioning, like uh, Paloma might be a little out there. Um, like, I'm not sure about Paloma. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, s- to sit through that whole conversation and not have a thought like that, I would be like, What's going on with Monty? <laughs> Is Monty also thinking he's a messiah for the newbies? Like, what's happening here? Um, but yeah, it's I. I mean, like I said, I think for the whole two weeks that she's in the house, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a fun a fun old ride because you can't hide like this type of energy. Like you said, does serve players really really well at the beginning of the game. Like, think of the players that people have been comparing her to online. People like Raven, before the whole friendship bracelet thing, Raven was involved in all the structures of the house. Caitlin, you know, was like very integral. She started Faute. You know, Faute was her, her, the name of her alliance. This is very, like this type of player burns very brightly and then fizzles out, you know, depending on if there's a better player in the house who feels like they can use them, you know, moving forward. But this house is looking a little barren. so. yeah, I think uh, Chappelle in the chat just asked me who my faves are. Uh, next question. I don't know. But later, next time I'm on, I'll tell you maybe a little more. Because right now, no one. Anyways. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Sorry. But, but, but yeah, I mean, so I just want to like circle back to my point of like, uh, like this, this is like this, what we just talked about. This is the person that is running the house right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like th- this, this is the person. That's that's how easy it is. All you need to do is just put your foot on the gas. Uh, you could literally be spouting off about uh, having X-ray vision, having already checkmated the game. She says straight to Monty, like, I plan on winning zero HOHs. Uh, I don't need to win any HOHs. That's how you win the game is no blood on your hands. Um, and then when Monty talks to Amira, he's like, uh, she's like, yeah. Paloma really wants to win the next HOH because she told Amira she wanted to win every HOH. Um, and Monty's like, that's weird because she just told me she plans on winning zero HOHs. Um, like, so many mistakes, but all she needs to do is just have her foot on the gas. That's all you need to do. Just mm-hmm. foot on the gas. Uh, <laughs> and you will be a successful player. Uh, it is actually not that hard. <laughs> Someone in the chat said Paloma is all gas, no breaks. <laughs> and yeah. those are the players I like to see. That's yeah. who I want in my house. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right. So that's basically uh, the day. Was there anything else that you wanted to uh, bring up? You know, I feel like we covered most of it. Most of what I needed to see and needed to talk about. I think that the biggest thing is that Daniel is just like really giving the classic what not to do with your week one HOH. Um, And honestly, I could see like a situation where Taylor goes up on the block. Taylor's able to defend herself. Taylor finds out the truth. She's able to defend herself. There starts to be a turn in the tide of who people want to vote out. I mean, Maybe I'm this is wishful thinking because Taylor does seem like really like one foot out the door the way that everybody's talking about her. But the way that Daniel has mishandled this week, this is absolutely setting up a big brother to like, you know, let's defy the HOH here because Daniel has not established any power structure for himself. Um, You've gotten loose deals, uh, which is I mean, if somebody on day six in Big Brother is giving you a loose deal and you're not in power, you're like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'm not in the big alliance, you know? But he is in power and they're still giving him a loose deal. So, yeah. That's, yeah. uh, yeah. 
Yes. And the plan, uh, by the way, again, Terrence is next. Uh, Indy is on the board. Uh, and, um, and Monty has actually, uh, been, been looking at, uh, at Turner and Pooch. Um, so, uh, that's sort of like the current thought process. But again, uh, the veto ceremony likely going to take place at some point today. Uh, and once we see Taylor probably go up on the block, we'll see what kind of change that makes in the situation. Will Taylor be able to actually speak with people about Mm -hmm. why she's in this position or will they continue to stonewall her? Um, If she is able to have conversations with people, will they start to question the whole situation? We'll have to wait and see on all of that. Uh, But uh, but for now, that is uh, where we are. Yeah, um, I... I also just going back to earlier when Chappelle asked me who my favorite is. My favorite player in the season is always the person who's the best game player. I want to watch like my favorite seasons are the seasons where there's a really strong game player who we're trying to watch navigate the house. That's why I loved last season so much. Tiffany just was everything to me. She gave me everything I wanted last season. And I mean, I think that it's unfair in day six to be able to be like, there's no one like that, but I'm not, I'm not even confident what people like Brittany or Michael would do if they, well, I do think Michael would, you know, would turn some heads if, if he was HOH, but like, I, I'm not sure yet who is going to really change the tide of the house or defy the main structure yet. So I, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not sure yet who I'm rooting for. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, like we said, like we said, Paloma is the person running the house right now. Mm-hmm. If we don't expect that that will continue given her checkmatedness, uh, mm-hmm. who fills that void is a decent question. Um, I, I mean, I definitely think that, uh, that Monty is, uh, still positioned really well. Um, although I don't know, yeah. I, I do question the, um, the quick sort of like throwing of Pooch, a uh, Turner and Pooch, but I, I think it can work, uh, if it plays, if it plays well. Um, the question then would be like, if Paloma does implode, does Monty go down with her in some way? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to be determined here. Of course, uh, we talk about it a lot, but the next HOH is definitely huge. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, we're gonna have to wait and see now what happens with the Taylor situation. And, uh, I think that's about it. So. I'll, of course, be back tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. We'll also be live tomorrow night with the first roundtable of the season to rate these players. Uh, so that should be interesting. Um, and, uh, of course, on Wednesday, we'll have our next episode. I'll be live on Twitch watching the episode, twitch.tv slash Darren Armstrong. And then we'll be live after the episode to recap what goes down on Wednesday. We'll see what kind of edit they give for this whole veto situation, this period of time. Uh, so uh, we'll see what comes of that. And you can, of course, find me over on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. Uh, check out the Among Us YouTube videos I've been putting out. Uh, Maggie, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm here. I'll be here doing the updates this summer. Um, I'm on Instagram at MLMorgan underscore. I'm not on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I'll I'll be here. Let's chat. Thank you for joining us today. I know this is a tough day. Hopefully we were able to make it a little fun for you guys. Um, and it was great to talk to you, Taryn. First, first update of the season for honestly, I came in here being like, this is going to be rough to get through this one. And I actually had a good time. So yes. I'm glad, you know, uh, we're all here (laughs) to have a good time. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today. And I will see all of you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.